opinions expressed on this program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Communications, staff, management, or advertisers. Activist Radio is on the air. You have tuned in to the Mark Harrington Show, sponsored by Created Equal. Mark is training a new generation of leaders to take on the culture of death and win. You don't like abortion, don't have one. The only thing that can be said to be objective truth is that there is no objective truth. It does come out in one piece. It comes out in one piece. I would argue that we certainly are not all created equal. And now, here's Mark. Human rights for Lake Erie, but not for preborn children? The heartbeat movement and the fall of Roe versus Wade. That's what we're going to be talking about today on the Mark Harrington Show with your radio activist, Mark Harrington. You can go to markharrington.org to find out more about the radio program. And I'm also the president of Created Equal. Folks, we are bearing in on the 47th anniversary of Roe versus Wade. And I'm telling you what, I'm sick and tired of going to Washington, D.C. But we go anyway because we show the truth to the marchers on the uh, march route there. The truth about abortion in a gigantic jumbotron. So that's why we go to the March for Life to raise up the standard of life to this to those who passed by our jumbotron. So we'll be heading to the March for Life here soon. And so what we want to do is kind of take a look at where we've been and where we're going. And despite what you're seeing with the Democrat Party, these extremists who think abortion should be legal up until the very moment of birth, even after birth. There's progress being made on the pro-life side, big time progress, and we're closer than we've ever been to ending abortion. And we want to talk about that today with my guest and my most favorite activist out there, Janet Porter, who is uh, the president of Faith to Action and the uh, inventor, I don't know how to put it, for the heartbeat bills, the movement that's sweeping America right now and internationally. We have had heartbeat bills here in the states pass in nine states, including our state here in Ohio, which I was a part of. In 2011, I stood with Janet on the south side of the state house on the steps that introduced the first heartbeat bill into a state legislature. And then this past April in 2019, we passed it. First time ever, we passed the heartbeat bill in the state of Ohio. And now we're beginning to see this cascading event that just taking place all over America where state houses are passing it. Others are considering it. So we want to talk about that with Janet uh, here on the Mark Harrington show today. Janet, thanks for being on the program. Thank you, Mark. It's an honor to be with you. And uh, I think you're my favorite activist. If uh, (laughs) uh, Truth be told, uh, it's an honor to be on your show. Well, it's been a long time coming. I've been wanting to bring you on, uh, Janet. Let's uh, we don't want to spend a lot of time in the past, but uh, last year was a huge year for us and for the pro-life movement for the babies passing a heartbeat bill in Ohio. And then nine states have passed it. Uh, Where do we stand with this thing? Well, one correction. You said it passed for the first time ever this year in Ohio. It actually was the third time we passed it in Ohio. Uh, As you know, (laughs) we uh, faced two vetoes from. uh, Well, it was signed by the governor. That's right. The first first time time it was signed. signed. That's right. right. Uh, but but nine states have, have devoted to keep hearts beating and have been signed into law or they've overcome a veto, as we saw in the first state in Arkansas. 
Um, but uh, there's about a, a couple dozen states now that are still considering it. Uh, and I, uh, I believe we're going to affect here in uh, Florida, where I am right now, uh, there is a Constitution Amendment. I spoke at a church on Sunday. Uh, they are putting heartbeat on the ballot. Only their heartbeat bill will protect not just the babies in the womb with a detectable heartbeat, but the disabled, people like Terry Schiavo and the elderly. And so uh, I'm excited about that. Uh, that it will actually instruct the legislature to act. Um, we are seeing uh, the heartbeat bill move in places like South Carolina and Tennessee. Uh, and I think that uh, the next one, the one that, that, that could very well be uh, 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 the newsbreaker, and that is that is the state of Michigan. Uh, they've got yeah. an unusual situation there. I can tell you about it. It's, it's different than what we face, Mark. Well, um, let me tell you, I just got your letter in the mail here. Faith to Action talking about Michigan. Uh, you say here, and I quote, I've never seen an opportunity to end abortion like the one we have right now in the state of Michigan. What makes Michigan different? Why is it, you know, unlike the rest of the states? Well, if we in Ohio had what they had in Michigan, it would have saved me probably a decade of my life uh, and your lives as well. Uh, all those yeah. who helped on the heartbeat bill, because right. they they don't they've got a pro-abortion governor, as we did. Um, but they actually have a petition drive. Now, Are you referring to John Kasich there? Yes, that's right. Uh, and and uh, and and the one vote that uh, the one vote short that we fell uh, of overriding his veto. I don't want to yeah. mention names, but his initials are Bill Beagle, um, yeah. like the dog. I, I recall. So, so, not that we're bitter about it or anything. <laughs> not but, at all. Uh, but, but back to Michigan, uh, they actually can, can collect 340,000 signatures. And what that means is it doesn't go to the ballot necessarily. It goes right to the legislature. The mm -hmm. legislature then has the opportunity to pass it. If they don't, then it goes to a vote of the people, where typically uh, the one with the most money wins. But here's the, the unusual. This is the perfect storm that I've not seen anywhere else on the globe. And that is that the legislature in the House and the Senate have both pledged publicly to vote for it. That's nothing new. We saw that in Ohio and they never kept right. their word, right? But That's in right. Michigan, they've got an added incentive. You see, these legislators know what it's like to face a lot of, of, of Democrat money, a lot of money from the left, because they just right. had marijuana on the ballot and they almost lost their majorities in the House and Senate. They hung on in the mm. House with just two seats. They lost their governor's race, their secretary of state, their Supreme Court. And they know that if they don't do what they've pledged to do, that they may very well lose their jobs, too, especially if pro-abortion money comes in when this thing comes to the ballot. So what's happening now, and I would tell everyone in the sound of my voice, get in a car, get in a van, get in a bus and go to Michigan. Help them finish this race, because when they collect the 340,000 valid signatures, abortion in Michigan will end. And they say, well, you know, I may live in Ohio or somewhere else. What does that matter? Let me tell you why it, it matters. matters. Because it matters. Not only do we do we want to protect babies everywhere, no matter where they right. live. Um, this will protect 25,000 babies every single year in the state of Michigan. But here's the key uh, uh, strategically, Mark. As you know, the Sixth Circuit Court is now one of the strongest courts. It's had uh, uh, the most Trump appointees right now. Uh, and if right. you look at the, the signs right now of what the Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals says, uh, uh, we are seeing that they're declaring the unborn child as a human being, a unique, distinct individual human life. Uh, they're calling it unborn child. This is These are good signs. And it just so happens that Ohio and Kentucky and Michigan would go to, up through the Sixth Circuit Sixth Court of Appeals, not to mention gotcha. the state of Tennessee, which is also on the verge of passing a heartbeat bill, too. Why does this matter? 
Well, I'll tell you, if the court is unanimous or if three of the four states with added with Michigan, with Ohio and Kentucky, if we see that resurgence of of so many states that want this within this circuit, I don't know how the Supreme Court continues to say, no, we won't take up the case. And that's what it's all about. We want this arrow to pierce the heart of Roe versus Wade. And to do that, it's got to get to the highest level, the Supreme Court. My guest is Janet Porter. She's the president of Faith to Action. You can go to F2A, F2A, F and the number two, A.org to find out more about the heartbeat bills that are sweeping across the country and the state houses all across America and internationally now. So let uh, on Michigan, just to be clear, we don't need the governor's signature. You just need both chambers to vote it out. And it's it's law. Is that right? That's right. And both the Senate president and the Speaker of the House have already pledged publicly to do so, as well as privately, because we know their motivation is to keep their jobs. So we're looking at a place and I'll just tell you this. I'm going to I'm going to say that somebody out there is a man or woman of means. And and I've never seen this, Mark. You know, I don't I I wouldn't say something if it wasn't true. But I'm telling you, if, if we had not just the busloads of people to go and help the volunteers, if we had one check. For a million dollars, it's one point three. We've raised we've it. raised uh, part of that, but but if we had a check for a million dollars, we could just finish this job with paid petition gatherers and get it done. I don't know. In fact, I wrote to uh, Mike Lindell of My Pillow and I said, I said it's great, and we're gr- we're grateful <laughs> for your work and and making this movie. But you want to know what's better than making a movie about ending abortion? Amen. Ending abortion. Uh, ending as, abortion. Uh, as exactly. we're we're right on the brink of doing in Michigan if we can get the help, the support we need. Uh, I've never seen a, a place where where one check or busloads of people could just finish this and get it over the finish line and uh, and end abortion. We're gonna end, we're gonna end abortion. You've heard me say that many many times. I have. Uh, people are believing me now, Mark. People That's are starting to believe to get, you. So, folks, if you're in the listening audience of uh, 1500 WLQV in Detroit or 92.7 FM in Detroit, Michigan, you need to get involved in the heartbeat effort, collecting signatures to uh, to take this to the to the state legislature there in Detroit. And you can find out more going to F2A.org. All right, Janet, uh, we've got a couple other things I want to cover before we uh, move on to other topics here. The first is. A heartbeat bill is international now. Tell us about it that. It is. Uh, I was just asked, I met with some leaders for uh, half a day uh, who are working in the nation of Japan, throughout China, uh, in other wow. countries in Asia. And uh, we are now, they've asked me to write a letter, which I'm going to email later today, uh, that uh, they're translating into the uh, into the Japanese language because we want to keep hearts beating in Japan, in China, in Singapore, in Israel, across the globe. And uh, what's exciting is no matter where you stand on, on the issue, uh, no matter what your religion is, your culture is, everybody knows, everybody gets it. If there's a heartbeat, there's life. That's what all those monitors are in the hospital for. That's We all get, we check for a pulse. Everybody understands. And that's why the National Barna Poll showed seven out of 10 in America want the heartbeat bill to become law. If a doctor is able to detect the heartbeat in an unborn baby, that baby should be legally protected. Nine states and counting have done it here. Uh, and other other countries are now on the move to make it happen there. And I I couldn't be happier. I'm, I'm very, very excited about what's coming. And uh, it's good. It's all good. Definitely. The Lord's moving. You know, three years ago, I think it was, Janet, I stood with you at the uh, state or the National uh, Capitol building introducing the federal heartbeat bill law. Uh, where's that at? And then I want to talk about your new book that you're working on. 
Sure. Uh, well, as you know, uh, we had a, we had a window. And we communicated with all of those in authority, the window that we had. We had a Republican House. We had a Republican Senate. We had a Republican White House. We had pro-life judges being ushered into the Supreme Court. We made that appeal to the members of Congress, uh, to, uh, to the, to the uh, vice president, to, uh, to those groups in Washington, and said, listen, if we don't act now, that window could close. And sadly, once again, they waited. Uh, and uh, the yeah. window closed, as you know, and that's why the Democrats took control of the House. And I'm hoping, this is my prayer, Mark, is that the Republicans will have learned a lesson that, you know what, when you have the power, just don't hold on to it. Use it. Mm -hmm. Use use exactly. the power you have to end abortion. And that's what uh, Tom DeLay, the message he delivered as he went around uh, uh, the uh, the halls of Congress along with us. We ended up with 174 co-sponsors on the federal heartbeat Amazing. bill, more than any other pro-life bill, even though we had national right to life uh, that uh, claimed neutrality, but uh, other groups working, they, they and other groups working against us. It's yeah. it's really appalling where we are right now, but I believe that what's happening is all those Republicans who've been sitting on the sidelines, they want to run again and want to want to be uh, in the House where, where they actually have the means to do something in the majority that they need to remember, and this is where we need to pray, that they'll remember why they ran. They remember their campaign promises so that when the Republicans take the uh, the, the, the Congress again, and I believe they will, um, that okay. they do they do something with the reins of power that they hold. Amen to that. Faith to Action is the organization. Janet Porter is my guest here today. Janet, let's talk about the book. Uh, you're writing a book about the heartbeat story. Where are you in all that? Because we're Here it is. anticipating that moment of release. We want get people to be ready to buy the book. I think it's going to be exciting to read. Sure. Uh, this is it. Uh, the uh, the manuscript. Uh, actually, right. they didn't have clips big enough. I don't know if you can see it here. They didn't have clips big enough. So <laughs> I had to uh, I had to to uh, get two different clips. So you can see here's the pages of the Heartbeat Bill book. It's all, all right. but done. Uh, and uh, what's well uh, what's happening now is uh, we're we're getting it uh, we're getting it published. We're going to get it out this year. Uh, I actually dedicated the book. Uh, you might be interested in this. I dedicated the book to President Donald Trump, and uh, that's and, fitting. And I believe I just know strongly that he has been the answer to prayer for our prayer for mercy for our country. Amen. And uh, and I just believe that pro-lifers need to just quit cr throwing rocks, quit criticizing this man uh, and start getting and start getting behind the one who will not only protect life, pr appoint the judges that will finish the job, uh, but will defend our country and make America great again. I didn't think that that was a controversial statement till recently, but uh, <laughs> some people apparently don't want to make America great again. Uh, but uh, but yeah, this book uh, should be out, I'm told, in May. Uh, it'll be on hardback okay. and uh, available in bookstores everywhere, especially to those who uh, uh, have, have stood with us uh, all these years. We're just grateful because um, where we are right now is on the brink of seeing uh, state after state, nation after nation, keep hearts beating. So, May, what's the title? It's called A Heartbeat Away. Uh, and uh, here's the subtitle, okay. at least the working subtitle, unless it changes. How the heartbeat bill will pierce the heart of Roe versus Wade and the shocking betrayal no one saw coming. You know a little nice. bit about what well that's done. about. It's those people who should have been with us that weren't. Uh, and uh, we're finding that that's not just a case of Ohio right to life that, right. Uh, that fought us tooth and nail. 
Uh, it's it's actually happening in, in Indiana. It's happening in Texas. It's happening in, in Tennessee. It's happening all over in Michigan, uh, all over the country. It happened at the federal level, too, you know. It and on the federal, the federal level, level, too. National Right to Life. Uh, well, I always thing. say better late than never. You know, we'll take them when they come, but we hate when they fight us along the way. But uh, well, we've let done me, it let here. Me- let me just state that when we talk about uh, the, the people who just ran to the front of the parade when the bill was passing, yeah. keep in mind that Ohio Right to Life came out with their endorsement uh, within within the hour of when we lost the override vote override, by, within, yep. by one vote. Right. So basically, yep. until they said basically and we can't do any more damage to the bill now. We know we've got a pro-life governor coming in. So, yeah, we'll go it's ahead inevitable. and march, run to the front of the parade so we can get our photo yeah. op. And that's what happened. Uh, and it's, it's sad to say. I it think was despicable. There's no doubt about it. But, you know, now that we've had the heartbeat bill passed, we're introducing the Life of Conception Act. We're going to finish the job here entirely Let's in Ohio, you know, banning abortion at conception. All right. So my guest has been Janet Porter. She's the president of Faith to Action. Folks, go to F2A.org. That's F2A.org. And if you have a million dollars... Write her a check today. And if you don't have a million dollars, write her a check today for her effort in Michigan trying to gather the 340,000 signatures to get this in front of the state legislature to end abortion in Michigan. Janet, thanks for being on the program. Thank you, Mark. My pleasure. God bless you. All right, Janet Porter's been my guest. Again, go to F2A.org. That's F2A.org to find out more. Uh, Janet's one of those that, you know, I've never seen anyone like her as far as getting it done when it comes to getting bills passed at the state level. She's uh, she's the best. She's the best. So folks, get behind the effort if you can, f2a.org. And if you're in the state of Michigan and you're listening to the sound of my voice at 1500 WLQV or 92.7 FM, uh, find out how you can be part of the, uh, the petition drive to get this in front of the state legislature. All right, to move on here in the second part of the program, let's, uh, I want to talk about the weird and wacky, weird and wacky world of uh, the, I don't know, environmental movement, I guess would be the way to put it. I started the program talking about human rights for Lake Erie. You might have think that was just a misspeak on my part. Uh, Unfortunately, it, it wasn't. Uh, There has been and is now an effort that has culminated in this referendum that was passed in the city of Toledo, believe it or not, to confer rights of personhood, human personhood, to Lake Erie. Uh, (laughs) It's unbelievable. I I don't know what to say. I remember the old uh, bumper sticker that said, be a hero, save a whale save a baby, go to jail. Think about it. This is even worse than that. Uh, this referendum has recently passed the city of Toledo and it's gone one step further. We are now conferring personhood rights, rights of personhood, human personhood to bodies of water. Uh, if this isn't an indication of where America is when it comes to the secularization of the nation, I don't know where you could find a a more pertinent story of that. It's called the Lake Lake Erie Bill of Rights. Lake Erie Bill of Rights. And it's um, part of this so-called Rights of Nature legal movement. And uh, if you would, Mr. Producer, 
Go ahead and play this clip. This is a uh, uh, this is a news story coming out of Toledo, uh, talking about this uh, this ballot measure that was voted in giving personhood rights to the body of water Lake Erie. Go ahead and play the clip unprecedented. Breaking news tonight, the results are in. The Lake Erie Bill of Rights has passed by a wide margin. Lake Erie has earned some of the same legal rights as humans. The same rights as a human being. It happened. All right, move on. We got a second clip here. This is some of the news stories coming out of Toledo regarding this so-called Bill of Rights for Lake Erie. The Rights of Nature movement spans communities in Pennsylvania, Ecuador, New Zealand, and elsewhere that have passed statutes recognizing the legal rights of rivers, forests, and ecosystems. Drawing on these laws, the Toledo Group wrote up a document. They called it the Lake Erie Bill of Rights. It recognized the lake's right to exist, flourish, and naturally evolve. What the lake we can, you know, folks, we can scoff at this and just say, this is a joke. This is crazy. This is nutty. Uh, but it's it's moving. I mean, there's this environmental movement uh, driven by so-called climate change or global warming uh, that people are trying to figure out ways to protect the environment to the extreme of actually ascribing legal rights of personhood to bodies of water, uh, Lake Erie being one. Now, let me be clear. You know, I'm for environmentalism in the sense that we should be taking care of the planet. But when we deny rights of personhood to preborn babies and they can be murdered in the city of Toledo and all over America, but then we're going to confer rights of personhood to bodies of water, that's where I have to get off the bandwagon. I'm sorry. This is a little bit too far. <laughs> it's just a little bit too far. Um, this is uh, what God addressed. I mean, he, he set it all up. And what we're seeing, of course, is just the secularization of America. That means the abandoning of our Christian heritage, the abandoning of the Christian worldview uh, that is established in the book of Genesis in Genesis chapter one, where God makes the distinction between the creator, the creation, and human beings. He says this in Genesis 1:27. He says, so God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. And then he says in 28, God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish of the sea and of the birds of the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. So God made the distinction in the book of Genesis between the creation, the creator, I'm sorry, the creator, the creation, and human beings. There's a distinction between the creator and the creation. And then there's a distinction between human life and the creation, that he gave humans the uh, responsibility or the authority, if you will, of dominion and stewardship. Dominion and stewardship. And uh, unfortunately, what we're seeing here it, with this Bill of Rights for the body of water of Lake Erie is that we are now worshiping the creation rather than the creator, which is talked about in Romans chapter 1, verse 24, which says this, Therefore God gave them over to their sinful desires over to sexual impurity for the degrading of their bodies with one another. 
Now he's talking about homosexuality and other sexual perversions there. But in 25, he says, they exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshiped and served the creator, or, or I'm sorry, creation rather than the creator who is forever praised. So it's no mystery that as we abandon God as a country, that we're going to begin to serve the creation rather than the creator. And that's what's happening here in Lake Erie with this so-called uh, Lake Erie Bill of Rights. That's what's going on. This is animism. This is idolatry. This is ascribing to the creation uh, worship and honor that can only be ascribed to God himself. Uh, it's, it's attributing a soul, and that's what really what we're doing here, to inanimate objects like plants and other things and things like that, inanimate objects uh, and so forth. So this is nothing new, folks. Uh, unfortunately, it's just being manifested now uh, overtly with these ascribing of rights of personhood to, to uh, the creation and not the, uh, the human life. And, and unfortunately, we're battling this all across America. Uh, we are not protecting human life, but we're going to try to protect the environment. So it may seem weird and wacky, but unfortunately, it's becoming more mainstream. We've got to fight against it. So, folks, you can join us at Created Equal as we go out to the public square and change hearts and minds on abortion and share the gospel with those that need to hear it. And you can go to createdequal.org to find out more about our ministry and reaching the lost and changing hearts and minds on abortion. Go to createdequal.org. We'll see you next time. God bless you. God bless America. And remember America to bless God. You've been listening to Mark Harrington, your radio activist. For more information on how to become a witness against the evil, evil plague in America, call Created Equal at 614-269-7808. 614-269-7808. Or go online to createdequal.net. Createdequal.net. Be sure to tune to The Mark Harrington Show next time for your marching orders in the culture war.